0: Recording now i'm recording okay uh so Haley and ian mm-hmm. make a loud noise oh my God. like a clap or something
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> avada kedavra <laughs> okay I don't know. ian i really
0: like your outfit
1: Yeah, I'm in your Jedi robe that you got me for Christmas, I've got our Harry Potter wand that your dad gave us when they went to Universal, Uh, a Bud Light. Wait,
0: don't tell me yet, don't tell me yet, we'll have a conversation. Welcome! Hey everybody, welcome to the Sorting Chat. Uh, This is a show, yeah, it's a show about Harry Potter and things, and uh, tonight we are missing one of our people. Dale has is down with a case of spadercroy.
2: Remember Dale's <laughs> didum.
0: Hashtag RIP Dale.
2: No. Um,
0: I mean, well, I want her to have a good rest. She's not feeling well.
2: Oh well, yeah, rest, rest in the literal sense.
0: But while nobody can take her place <laughs> in our hearts, uh, two people can take her place on the podcast tonight, <laughs> and we have uh, my brother in law Ian. And my sister, Haley.
3: Hi. Hey.
0: And there they are. And Haley sounds a lot like me, so it'll be fun trying to figure out who's talking.
3: No, uh, so. I
0: don't think so. No? No, I don't think Let's both say at the same time, let's say uh, Wingardium Leviosa on the count of three. This never works over um, Google Hangouts because of the delay, but we'll try it anyway. All right. One, two... Wingardium Wingardium Leviosa. She chose to say it in a British accent.
2: (laughs) How else am I supposed to say it? You guys should do a series of things where you both say the same thing, not at the same time, and then people have to guess which one's which. Mm. That that would be more complicated. All right. We'll do that later. Uh,
0: so, so, uh, let's, what, uh, I gotta start over. Ian is, uh, wearing a Jedi robe.
1: Yeah, Jedi are the wizards of Star Wars, so it's kind of appropriate.
0: Uh (laughs) Good point. (laughs) (laughs) Are you drunk already, Haley?
3: I'm really tired. Same.
0: okay, I'm sorry.
3: We have had very Um, sleepless nights for about a week. Is baby sick? Baby's just in a phase where she just doesn't. Baby's just a bitch. <laughs> I yeah,
0: basically. So what are y'all drinking? I'm drinking uh, sweet tea.
1: I was prepared for this question, so I have. <laughs> I've well, I'm drinking um, coffee with peppermint mocha, and coffee. then I I have uh, a Yeti cup full of ice water, but I have a Bud Light, <laughs> but instead of. Light, i crossed out light and scrawled lumos for the podcast tonight.
2: <laughs> no, I like that you have a whole lumos. bevy of beverages. Oh yeah. Uh, oh well. I am yet again drinking sleepy time tea out of my my cauldron. Now why are you drinking sleepy time tea when we have a job to do here, Sherry? Because I will eventually have to go to sleep and it takes me several hours usually. So um this I'm podcast just getting is not soporific. Sof- no. Soporific enough. Nothing is uh, soporific enough. Hey, by the way, what is the other funny drink you drink sometimes that's not Manischewitz? <laughs> I was trying is to tell my mom about sangria? our podcast.
1: She drinks high C a lot on the podcast. I
2: thought there was something else that started with an M.
0: I used to drink high C until they quit selling it at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. No, something I think it's else. another alcohol that's something that you drink. I don't we had chocolate malt from Chi-Chi's.
2: No, that was not it.
0: Well, tonight I'm drinking sangria. It's the last bit of sangria from this giant bottle that I bought at Thanksgiving. It's that old. It's been sitting on my counter. It's probably bad, but it tastes the same to me because I don't know the difference. <laughs> I'm drinking it in a Café du Monde. Uh, nice. Fucking, what's the word for a cup like this?
2: Mug. A, a mug. Wait, <laughs> <Boy, I'm trying. laughs>
0: I don't have any sleepless babies, but I have had I had a sleep study done recently. Mm. So apparently, I have mild sleep apnea and probably a more than mild case of anxiety.
2: <laughs> Surprise!
0: Surprise! Uh, it'd be nice if you could just solve it with a machine, but apparently now I have to go to a, a psychiatrist or something, a Ooh. therapist, to work that out.
3: I just take pills like- for mine. <laughs> Yeah, that makes me too
0: tired. Um, (sighs) This is the point in the show where we all like to talk about our fucking medical issues.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or just the the anxiety seems to be
0: common. Is this a HIPAA violation? What are we going to talk about tonight?
2: Magical cures for depression and anxiety. (laughs) Just Patronuses. Uh, Patronuses for everybody.
1: I was researching the house system and if it is the best way to educate these young wizards.
0: These young wizards. <laughs> I like it. I, I did a little bit of reading on the house system in England in general, like boarding schools. Oh, I should have um, done that. Non-magical. We're going to talk about um, house system, or the house, oh, fucking, the sorting uh, in general, and specifically whether or not um it's a good way to educate kids, because uh, Ian is, in fact, an educator of young children, and Sherry
2: is an educator of not young children. Not right now, but um, I'm not teaching this semester, but I have I have taught. I was going to say medium young, but that's not a thing. 18-year-olds um, are not really children, I guess.
0: And me and Haley are just going to probably make fun of y'all.
2: Yeah. That's what
0: we're going to do. I like it. <laughs> Ian's made notes, so let's let him talk.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I went to Pottermore for the first time in a long time, and... I was reading up on Ilvermorny because I was trying to see if there was, like, any differences between the Hogwarts process and um, the American version. And they both have four houses. Uh, Ilvermorny Morny has um, the Thunderbird house, Horned Serpent, Wampus, and Pugwudgie. But they don't really describe it like, you know how Gryffindors for the brave, Slytherins for cunning – These four, they separated, like, they said the four houses of Ilvermorny can be separated into mind, body, heart, and soul, or scholars, warriors, healers, and adventurers.
2: Which ones are which? uh,
1: It says Horned Serpent is, like, the mind, and they can be the scholars. Wampus is body, and they're the warriors. Puckwudgie is heart, and they're the healers. And then Thunderbird is the soul, and they're the adventurers.
2: So there doesn't seem to be, like,
1: a straight-up evil one like Slytherin, like in Hogwarts. Right.
2: Have you guys been sorted into your Elvermorny houses? I'm a Pugwudgie. I was not um, satisfied with my... uh... Yeah, my brother really wanted to be Thunderbird because he thought that was the closest one to Gryffindor. But we were both Pugwudgie.
0: I really wanted to be the Horned Serpent. For obvious reasons, uh-huh. um, let's see. I'm a wampus.
1: I'm, I am wampus. I'm a wampus as well.
2: I have not uh, done that. But how do they how do they sort at it Because it's different than do they get to pick their own houses?
1: They I do. Feel like the There's sorting
2: a process is different.
1: Yeah, it is. So the first years they go into like the opening chamber of the school. And then there's a big balcony, like, kind of circling, and everyone, like, looks down at the first years as they walk in. There's a Gordian knot in the middle of the uh, of the room, and then one by one, they touch the knot. And then there's a statue for each of the four houses. If one of the statues lights up, that means you've been selected for that house. If two or more light up, then the student gets to choose which one they want to go to. And then Serafina Pickery, the... uh President from Fantastic Beasts, Madame President, sh- she activated all four statues, and that's like really really oh, rare. wow! Yeah, it was cool. And then she picked a uh, horned serpent.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: So that might- that sounds like it's the Um Ilvermorny equivalent of a hat stall. Are you familiar with the term hat stall?
1: Mm-mm. Yes.
0: So the hat stall is when the hat does not know what house to put the person
2: mm. in. I didn't know there was a term for that.
0: McGonagall was a hat stall. It stalled for, I, I've read somewhere how long it took. Hermione was a hat
2: stall. There's somebody else they a describe in the book stall. that took longer than Hermione.
1: It might have been McGonagall as well, but there might have been something else. But yeah. but No, but
2: like in, in the first book, like the hat takes a really long time on somebody. It's like Seamus. Oh, or like um, it Neville was Harry or- Potter.
1: Neville was really no, no, close to no, it, too, wasn't, Neville-
2: it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't Harry. It was...
1: yeah. I think it was neville was really long too yeah he didn't want to go into gryffindor i think he just wanted to go like into hufflepuff and the sorting hat was like no you got to go into gryffindor
0: yeah that would make sense interesting so what i've learned briefly in the half hour before we started recording this while my husband was watching sherlock holmes game of shadows p.s sherry Sherlock Holmes is not a bad film. I watched it yesterday. It's not that bad. Okay, it's not bad at all. In fact, it's quite funny. It's
3: just mm. kind of
2: blah sometimes. I Are you talking know. about um, the one with the just, with the with the Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr. And yeah, it's not I a bad. I tried movie. to watch it once, a, and it was really boring and not that great.
0: We're not going to argue, but I will say it does slow down a little bit around the middle, but. Otherwise, Robert Downey Jr. is a perfectly respectable Sherlock Holmes, but Jude Law doesn't have a whole lot to do. Anyway, we already had this fun. I'm sorry I brought it up. While we he was watching Sherlock, two, back in the shadows or whatever I said it was called. <laughs> I was I was reading about British boarding schools, and apparently it's. I mean, I'm sure anybody who- who's listening to this, if you're British or whatever, you already know this, but. It's not uncommon for private, public, whatever boarding schools to have houses, but the sorting seems to be. uh, Sorry, you're not sorted in that way. (laughs) You you are assigned to a house, either arbitrarily or um, if you like, if your family was in a house, Um, or sometimes at you know schools that are for like specialized schools according to your social or educational needs, Um, but it seems to be a pretty important part of some boarding schools. It's, it's, you know, it's your family, your home away from home. It seems to me the only difference between, you know, that the main difference and maybe the main point of contention seems to be the method of assigning people to their houses based on, like, who they are at their core. You know what I mean? And not just like, because it does seem useful to have smaller subgroups of students for various reasons
1: i mean smaller groups are always great i just think the impact of that choice i mean it could change someone's life you know being sorted or selected into a house because first of all you know they each have their own cultures their own traditions and then whoever gets placed in the house with you could impact you as well so that's another thing i don't know it is just very fascinating like what would have happened if uh Hermione had been sorted into, like, Ravenclaw instead of, like, Gryffindor. Like, the whole, like, everything would have changed. So, and, and even Harry, I think, would have changed, too, in different ways. I don't know. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking about right now
2: um for me like it makes sense to sort them into like smaller groups uh because that just makes sense for like living (laughs) and like so when i was in college like when i was in film school we got split into two tracks um there were just like you know two groups of 15 and we took all of our classes with the same 15 people and we worked on all of our projects with the same 15 people and so you got really close and you know it made sense instead of just mixing us all up in all of our different classes together you were either in track one or track two and like it was just kind of a random assignment and that made sense but the thing that i think is is flawed about the sorting is to put people into groups based on um their characteristics because i think everyone would be better served by having more interaction with people that are different than them Um, And I think that just, like, from an educational perspective or just from, like, a social personal perspective, you know, people benefit from being exposed to different types of people. So it doesn't really make sense to me to put all of the different groups into these little insular communities. Haley,
3: what's your hot take? Oh, yeah, that's basically what I was going to say. Pigeonholing everybody into just their little groups. You know, you only have one, one common thing that you're all either evil or whatever and yeah that's basically the entire the entirety of everything i was going to say sherry so um thanks for that <laughs> sorry but
1: i can i can see some benefits though because especially teaching like middle school they're so they want to be involved they want to be in their own like little clique or in their group and it really like lets them click onto or attach themselves to an ident an identity like Super quick, and so they kind of feel at home. Even the Slytherin kids, they're like happy that they're in their club. You know, they're together. Oh man, I kind of wish. I kind of wish we would have seen more um, Slytherin kids and like what their take on it would be from their perspective.
0: It does seem like we don't get a lot of uh, perspective from either. From either, I mean, from anything but Gryffindor. I mean, you get some Ravenclaw because we've got Luna up in there, but I mean, we don't get anything from Hufflepuff or Slytherin hardly at all except Draco Malfoy uh so i don't know i mean i i think what we're agreeing here is that it seems like sort of separating kids into houses thumbs up but doing it in the way that hogwarts does it i mean it should be done arbitrarily like it should be done randomly mm-hmm. if if unless there is some benefit to you know yeah. uh like in specialized education to split kids who are going to be in you know the same classes together or whatever
2: I think also it, it make sense and I'm just thinking about this having just said that thing about <clears> when <throat> I was in film school so like we did our first year like we were arbitrarily split into tracks in our first year and then we spent a full day between our first and second year deciding if we wanted to switch tracks or not mm. Um, mm. like they just put us in a room and said everybody decide if you want to stay where you are or move and then we had to like swap around until we figured out how to get 15 people in each group um did you switch no there were only about four people total that switched um Mm -hmm. like but we we explored a lot of different options like everybody shuffling and just doing it at random or everybody staying the same and in the end there were a couple people that like weren't super happy with where they were and so they were able to move but it'd be interesting if so like Ian was saying like people immediately felt like they connected when they were put into a group based on people that are like them in their first year it'd be interesting to do that and then have the option to switch later on. Or, you know, later when they get into like their fifth year, they kind of go into these like tracks based on what their preferred occupational path Mm -hmm. is, Right. right? And then you end up taking classes with people that are are outside of your house. So if there's a different way to divide them up where you can just not have them all in the same group all the way through, but have different kind of arrangements.
0: In the muggle world, how do you split kids into groups in a way that helps them find their tribe? You know what I mean? The way you find your tribe is fairly arbitrary as it is. I mean, you're saying it, it, it might be helpful to for kids to be with kids that have common interests. I mean, I guess, like, fill out a form or something. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like... I mean, they,
2: they do that in, like, muggle schools by, like, you know, having people that are in band or people that are in, like, you know, theater or, like, computer, you know, classes or, whatever or like, the IB program that we were in. Like, you know, people mm-hmm. kind of already self-select into groups where there are going to be other people like them right? to a certain extent.
0: To apply that back to the magical world, the hat seems to have some sort of, I I think like sorting kids by common interest is a is a good tool, but like based on like who you're gonna fucking be as a human being, like there's no magic that can tell you that. Yeah, but it's
2: it's not like who they're gonna be though. It's just kind of like what their kind of personality traits are.
0: But what I'm I'm saying that I think that that the houses suggest that. Who, your your personality traits define who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of the suggestion, and uh, you know the, the idea is that the hat lets you make your own decision anyway. So yeah, and, why can't? Yeah, interesting Go thing ahead. about yeah. the hat.
1: Sorry, interesting thing about the hat. Uh, I was researching it and it said like the four founders imbued almost like their intellect into the hat. So that when the sorting hat is sorting the kids, it's like it almost has like four different voices of the different founders, kind of like observing and sorting the the uh, child.
0: Like I'm I'm down with Slytherin cuz I just feel like uh I can I can be cunning. I'm not particularly ambitious. Um in my soul I'm a little evil or whatever, but ultimately I think I would be in Hufflepuff cuz I just feel like Hufflepuff is sort of like the open house. Like <laughs> you know, she says I'll take every, I'll take anybody. And that seems fairly egalitarian to me, but she did she does have a house. So yeah. <laughs> like I don't know.
2: Another thing I think about um, is outside of just, like, the sorting, I don't think that would be so bad on its own if there were more kind of interaction across houses outside of just, like, classes, which can be a really competitive environment. And, like, the fact that they do the points for the houses, like, it further tribalizes them. And But, like, the idea of, like, across groups and how that can, like, build trust between people and like can kind of help you to empathize with other groups that are unlike you. And so I think if there were some sort of non-competitive interaction between them, so like most of the interaction they have is either in classes or where they're like competing for points or like uh, Quidditch and they don't really have like cooperative um, contact, which I think would kind of build more social ties across groups. In British boarding schools.
0: The point system seems to be sort of like a, from what I have read, I don't know, again, I didn't go to one. But, like, uh, the point system and the competitions and those kinds of things seem to exist. However, your identification to your house is not, like, again, your personality. It's, like, you got put into this house randomly. Mm -hmm. So the competition is fairly harmless in general because it's just, like, well, I got put in this house. Like, it's my team. It's my house. It's not literally who I am. Hmm um so i don't know and
1: they like segregate them almost even when they're eating it they have their own tables right in the (laughs) feed hall and they're not Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of weird like sitting you don't see them sitting with each other even just in the eating
2: yeah they act like it's even weird for them to be talking to people from other houses like in the like when they're eating Well, it's
0: interesting that Luna ends up being the one who sort of, like, hangs out with them so much because she didn't give a fuck. Yeah.
2: Well, also, though, like, you have, like, (laughs) Percy dates a Ravenclaw and Jenny dates a Ravenclaw. How did they even meet? Well, they were prefects, uh, Percy and and Penelope. But, um, I don't know about Jenny's dude. I guess because they have classes together.
3: Haley, say something. I'm sorry. I'm super (laughs) tired. And also, I'm finding I don't really have a lot, um to say about harry
0: potter (laughs) what you know okay let's take a little break and just say Haley was actually the first person i ever knew that read harry potter like you read it like when it came out yeah i read it when i was
3: 11 so it it spoke to me so yeah but i i i don't know i haven't studied it really (laughs)
2: like (laughs) clearly you guys Yeah, yeah i think most normal people probably haven't haven't studied it extensively. I
0: remember the way you described the book to me. I was prob I was 12 or 13 when okay. you and I didn't read them until I was about 15, maybe 16. And I remember you telling me, "It's this book about this little boy who is horribly uh, abused." Mm-hmm. Like you didn't even fucking get to the magic part. I swear <laughs> to god. You- <laughs> you're just telling me it's about this poor little boy who lives under the stairs and i was like why are you so i had a completely different idea of like the kind of novel that it was
3: i'm so sorry i I was a
0: child i don't know what to tell you i wasn't really focused on the magic okay (laughs) you couldn't say oh any other magic i want i do wonder like if i had actually read it as a little kid Mm -hmm. if the abuse would stick out more you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because it sticks out now more as an adult, but since I read it as a, you know, fifteen or sixteen year old, it seems like it didn't. It really didn't stick in my mind as much as it does now. I don't well,
3: know. not to get too dark, but you know, I felt like at that age, I didn't have the greatest life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's what resonated with me. It's like, oh, this kid, this kid's horribly abused, but he gets, you know, he gets to be in a magical.
0: For our listeners, Haley lived in the cupboard. <laughs> Kaylee <laughs> lived in a closet.
2: I did not. I, did I not. voluntarily lived in my closet for a while. That sounds right. Me and my brother got really excited about making little like magic rooms in our closets. And we both slept in our closets for like weeks. Um, that anyway, sorry. I think that's what did that. you put in there
0: that made it magical?
2: Nothing. It was just a closet and I like put a little pallet on the floor and I was like, this is my room. I was like eight.
1: I don't know. It seemed cool at the time. Well, everyone likes to make their own like little space like, oh, this is my hiding spot. This is my. Yeah. I mean,
2: like I had a nice bedroom. Like, I mean, I had a whole, you know, room to myself um with a real double bed and I was just like, no, I think I'll sleep in the closet. This is before I read Harry Potter. So, I don't know. <laughs> well, I do remember going through reading like The Boxcar Children
0: as a child mm-hmm. and like really wanting to like rough it.
2: Lauren, You went
3: through um, a pretty long phase in our childhood where you wanted us to rough it you wanted us to rough it all okay. the time and I don't know what books you were reading but you were like we <laughs> have to go outside and make acorn pancakes and we have to live oh, in a tree that
0: was my, uh, did you My, my side, side on the mountain? mountain? yeah that's what it was yeah. <laughs> you,
3: I made us, it. you made me collect like a shit ton of acorns <laughs> and you made a you made, yeah you tried to make food out of it and you made me eat it
0: I didn't make you eat it <laughs> You did. You did. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember you this. You did. Is this part of the abuse?
3: <laughs> I'm just saying. When I was that age, I didn't think my life was that great, and I was like, "This guy, you know, I don't know." It was just a time. We all have a time. No, yeah. I
0: I had that time too. I was making a joke. It's fine. I try to take okay. the frown and turn it
2: upside down. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, um, hey guys, can we go back to the sorting for a no. second? Because I have a, a we're question. talking
3: about roughing it. I don't know if you got the memo. Okay,
2: <laughs> no, go ahead, Sherry. Sorry, I slept in my treehouse once. Does
3: that <laughs> we set some shit on fire one time. <laughs>
2: we, set some, we set the whole yard. On Me and my fire. neighbor were like, "We're gonna sleep. We're gonna live in the treehouse." And so we bought a bunch of canned food up there and like a bucket of water, and that was gonna be our shower. <laughs> we we lasted about 6 hours. Wow, that's pretty long though. Yeah, yeah, we set the yard on fire
0: one time and then to try and cover it up, do you remember what we did, Haley?
3: No, no, my memory ends after we set it. Well, on what fire. happened
0: was we uh, so we lived in a sh- this is in Florida and the yard is covered in sand and dry pine needles. Um mm-hmm. your house in Florida that I went to? No, this was no. a this is a trailer that we lived in for a while. Um, in Southport, and uh, oh, okay. we—I don't know what we were doing, but as you might—I oh, know what we were doing. What were we doing?
3: There was like a circle of pines, and we were starting a campfire. Oh, because we were roughing it. Because we were roughing <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> we were in a circle of pines in our yard, starting a campfire so we could rough it, and we were going so you to guys live
1: matches, after... matches. Or I
3: guess I don't know how we started. It. I'm assuming we used matches, but we put a shit ton of sticks and pine straw. On right. top of a big thing of pine straw in the in a yard
0: pine, in a yard full of pine in straw in the summer
3: in the summer in <laughs>
0: Florida.
3: And we set that shit on fire. And then we immediately just ran away from it. Yeah, it didn't stop because it was pine straw pine. Oh, so... no, it caught all the trees and everything around it on fire. Yeah, I forgot
0: little... that the bottom of the trees got on fire. I just remember the yard. Yeah, yeah, we were
3: in a circle of pines. We could have died.
0: Well, what we did then was mm-hmm. there was wisteria growing all around the all along the bush, or all along the fence mm-hmm. on the other side of the yard. So we went and got all the buds off and tried oh, yeah! to cover oh, the burn marks with the wisteria buds. <laughs> the wisteria did. petals. We quit. Time
3: out. We just sprinkled flowers around, the fire around
2: them. Out?
0: I think it
3: stopped on its think, own. Yeah, I think it just burned out after a while. And then we just sprinkled flowers on it. Like that was going to solve the problem. It,
1: oh, man. You must have been freaking out.
3: Oh, yeah. Because our parents weren't home yet. We were home alone. Yeah, we, we were home not. alone. We got in real big trouble. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's the end of my memory. And this is why we were abused. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we brought it on ourselves, guys. <laughs> this is not. I'm sorry. Trigger. I should say like trigger warning or something because it's not funny. It's uh, not. But well, we haven't trigger warned when we talked about like sexual abuse and stuff in the past, so I mm-hmm. our apologies. Yeah, we I'm probably
2: sorry. should do that.
0: Yeah, we should. Anyway, um, so you wanted to keep talking about the thing we're supposed to be talking
2: about? I was um, thinking about the sorting chat. I mean, that's our podcast. I'm tired. <laughs> the Sorting Hat has a song, and I am not a musical person, Is but it? it sounds like a pretty terrible song to me. <laughs> it, read I, it. It doesn't, like, try. well, I've tried to read it in a lot of different ways and tried to make, to figure out what it sounds like. So I'm curious, like, what the song sounds like to other people. I'm also curious about the the Hogwarts song, but since we're talking about the the Hogwarts, Hogwarts song it's Hogwarts, like Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts. Own... Hogwarts. Yeah, but like the Sorting the Sorting Hat song, I have no idea what it would sound like. Okay. As a song. I'm just curious like when other people read it, what is the tune that comes into their head? Especially people that are more musical than me. Okay. I'm I've I am i i do not know if I'm getting this from the audio book. But when I
0: think about the lyrics, I think of it almost like a. I hear like the chieftains <laughs> singing it, you know. Oh, you may not think I'm pretty, but don't judge on what <laughs> you see. I'll eat myself if you can find a smarter hat than me. You know, like
1: a. That is awesome.
0: You can keep your bowlers black,
1: and the top bestly can tell for I'm the Hogwarts sorting hat, and I can cap them all. There you go. I thought we were gonna keep. I thought we were gonna keep it going.
0: Oh, okay. We can't sing together. We have found this out. Oh,
1: the Hogwarts Castle is in is in Scotland, so it does have that kind of like Scottish. Are you listening to her version
0: of it?
3: I am.
2: Oh, is this the Hogwarts song?
3: It says the Sorting Hat song.
2: Well, there's a different one every year, I guess, so.
3: So, I'm I'm going with it's kind of a, you know, soft Gaelic song, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, I'm gonna stop this, I'm sorry. That's
0: lovely.
2: It is lovely.
0: There are different, I forgot that there's different ones
2: every year. Yeah, there's a different one every year. I mean, the, then there's the Hogwarts song, which is obviously the same. Um, is it like
1: a contest every year? You, you have to write it in the and The, then... no, the,
2: version the that... Sorting Hat like comes up with a new song every year. Because oh. remember, like, in the second year, Harry and Ron miss the Sorting because they're in the flying car. And so yeah. then in the mm. third year, Harry's like, wait, what? The song is different. And they're like, well, obviously it's different every year. And they're like, because what else does the Sorting Hat have to do during the year but come up with a new song? <laughs> and so sometimes it gives warnings, like in the year when Umbridge is there, the Hat gives a a warning.
0: Yeah, it's mm. it says basically like
2: about uniting.
0: Yeah, maybe you maybe we shouldn't be in houses or some shit i forget i'm trying to look it up but it's just not happening
2: i mean i have the book about five feet away from me but i also have a cat in my lap so <laughs> conundrum
0: official harry potter poems by jk rowling from the books member.tripod.com what on earth this website was made in 1994 <laughs> <laughs> no no offense do you
1: wait are you looking for the 94 song and the 95? for the
2: book five song
1: In times of old, Uh, when I was new and Hogwarts barely started, the founders of our noble school thought never to be parted. United by a common goal, they had the selfsame yearning to make the world's best magic school and pass along their learning. Together we will build and teach, the four good friends decided, and never did they dream that they might someday be divided. For were there such friends anywhere as Slytherin and Gryffindor unless it was the second pair of Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw? So, how could it have gone so wrong? How could such friendships fail? Why, I was there so I can tell the whole sad, sorry tale. Said Slytherin, we'll teach just those whose ancestry is purest. Said Ravenclaw, we'll teach those whose intelligence is surest. Said Gryffindor, we'll teach all those with brave deeds to their name. Said Hufflepuff, I'll, I'll teach take the lot, lot.
0: And treat them all and the treat same. Them
1: just the same, yes. These differences caused little strife when first they came to light, for each of the four founders had a house in which they might take only those they wanted so for instance slytherin took only pure blood wizards of great cunning just like him it goes on for like a bunch of verses is that the one you're looking for (laughs) what does it
0: say yeah Yeah, what does it say at the end the last couple verses
1: Okay, so these are the last three. Though I must fulfill my duty and must quarter every year, still I wonder whether sorting may not bring the end, I fear. Oh, know the perils, read the signs, the warning history shows, for our Hogwarts is in danger from external deadly foes, and we must unite inside her, or we'll crumble from within. I have told you, I have warned you, let the sorting now begin.
0: Oh Hmm. god, that's fucking baller. I love that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I go back to this point, and I've, I've, I've Googled and searched everywhere and tried to find anybody else writing about this, but, like, the only one that says a sensible thing is Helga Hufflepuff. The only one that says yeah. I'll teach everybody. And people yeah. shit on on Hufflepuff continuously. I don't get it. I just don't. It just, I think I've said this before, but it doesn't make sense to me that at least by the time the Curse child have you guys read the Curse child
1: yeah i've not
0: um, i have well i'm not going to tell you anything other than the fact that by the time Curse child runs you know well we already know this by the end of the seventh book but they still have the houses it's 19 years later and nothing has changed with that you know what i mean they're still uh, so we know that the houses are still intact now at the end of the seventh book it could be like maybe the houses are different now you know, or something, but we find out in *The Cursed Child* that they're not. Like, it's the same. Is, is
1: Slytherin still like ostracized, pretty much?
0: Well, certainly in the Potter house. <laughs> like... Is *The Cursed Child* canon? Is it I mean we don't she think...
2: consulted but didn't write so we're treating it like glorified fan, fan fiction. fiction
0: yeah <laughs> but but in, in in general she like well the idea was that she wrote like the story with them like with one of the playwrights they sort of wrote but I guess consulted would probably be a better way to think of it if you would like to preserve your uh sanity and love yeah um, yeah I
3: just um didn't how what did you guys think about the cursed child? So I'm not on the wrong side of it. We talked about it in a previous episode, so I'm I, so sorry. I'm just joking. I did not
2: listen to that. yeah, um, uh, I, I think I, in general we felt like it was fanfic but not yeah. great fanfic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I remember yeah, they I, loved, I, wasn't I wasn't impressed.
3: impressed. They
2: I was having problems.
1: Yeah, they loved Scorpius, I think was the name.
2: I love Scorpius, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I had some trouble with like the the
3: rest of it. Right. The... Ian, I told you the entire story of this. <laughs> it's
1: something about they have to go back in time.
2: I don't think Harry Potter would be, like, that big of a jerk to his son about no. wanting to hang out with a Slytherin. Like, I think if there's one lesson you can take out of, like, you know, all of the books and, like, all the things we've just been talking about. Like, right. I, th- I feel like Harry would have learned enough at that point in his life to realize that, like, those kind of artificial mm. divisions are are not healthy and not good They're for anyone and if his son was put in slytherin then like he shouldn't he wouldn't i don't think try to prevent him from like befriending whoever he wanted to be friends right. with he's a master wizard yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> what we decided he was, upset I, at his,
1: he was upset at his son for being in slytherin yeah
2: basically. no for being friends with sorry um do you oh. care if i ruin
1: no the no i don't care no good
2: so his son was sorry there's a lot of sirens that go by my house at night um his uh his son was like best friends with draco's son yeah
1: what's wrong with that in
2: him to be associated with that family yeah and like i just find that really unbelievable and
1: oh yeah that's like, messed up. I,
2: that, I think, is a big part of what made The Cursed not work for me. It's not only
0: unbelievable, but it completely it completely negates the entire meaning of the epilogue. Mm-hmm. It kind of mm-hmm. takes that and says, uh, well, let's shit on this and flush it and yeah. write a book that has nothing. that." I mean, I kind of like the impulse to, to take it in the direction of Harry's still a human being. You know what I mean? Like, he may say these things because that's what he really, you know, that's what he espouses. Like, so many of our liberal views. But in his heart, if it really happened, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he would. But I just don't feel like they did a good job, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Not at all. Still racist. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Harry's racist, is what I'm saying.
3: I didn't like any of the the potters. I didn't like any of the potters in that. Um, What about... Weasley Potter and Albus. I didn't like any of them. Uh Albus, no, I didn't like Albus. He was kind of a
0: wet fucking blanket.
3: Yeah, he came across as just like a just a mopey downer. Yeah. All the time. Like, my dad doesn't love me. <laughs> like, just go have fun. Just go be at Hogwarts and have fun.
0: That's what Harry's saying. At least you fucking have a dad. Exactly. Uh. <laughs>
3: I did like Scorpius, but, I mean, he was written, you know, where you couldn't Scorpius not like him. for Dumbledore. Yeah. Scorpius for <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> uh.
1: I mean, I think Ilvermorny, like, kind of works a little bit better because one house isn't, like, stigmatized. or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in Ilvermorny, there's a – after the sorting ceremony, then the first years go into uh, wand selection then. They don't have to show up to school with their wands already picked out. And so I was wondering, like, what do you think about the wands and, like, the different materials and Mm. what that says about you as a wizard as well? Because they said uh, Draco. um, Has
0: a unicorn hair.
1: Yeah. And they said that kind of has something to do with his personality as well.
0: Yeah, we talked. We touched on that briefly in the Draco episode. Um, Did we? Yeah, we did. We, Because I was talking about what I had read on Pottermore about his pursuing alchemy as a study but not a practice and that uh jk rowling suggests uh that because his wand core is unicorn hair it it means you know something about his that at his core there's goodness um what would a bad
2: core be fuck i don't know i didn't read it like is dragon a bad like what i don't know what core i don't know what the wand pieces parts i don't think about i
0: don't people. know either but that's what she said and and it's weird that in the magical world so many things that you have no control over are supposed to be like markers of your personality or your you know who you are deep down and that's troublesome
2: uh because well it's not that you don't have control over them right it's like that you don't well the wand chooses the wizard yeah it's like ge- but it's yeah, supposed it's like to genetic. be choosing it based on like kind of your I don't know, or maybe
1: it's not genetic. Inherent yeah.
2: traits, yeah. You know who you are as a person, right? Which is something that you can't, you can't yeah. choose. Yeah. Would you
1: sort them by wands instead of by personality quirks, or?
0: I mean, you you can choose who you are as a person. No, I mean yeah. like, but who uh, you you can choose who you what you do, but you can't always choose like how you feel and how you react to the world. That has a lot to do with how you're raised, and you know what I mean. I mean, you can make conscious yeah. choices every day, but you know you're they there's this bumper sticker that's pro- popular in my in my town that says uh you're not what you think if that make it's not yeah. exactly that but you know you are not your
2: thoughts basically in the wizarding world the equivalent is like the the Dumbledore quote like that it's you know it's, it's our, our choices, choices that, exactly and blah, 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 blah. that's that's what defines who we are but
0: your inner self the part of you that nobody else knows the part that whispers things to you in the night you can't always control that um you can't control the thoughts but you know what i mean And that is an essential part of who you are and it almost seems like the the her talking about the one core suggesting you know who he
2: is at his core yeah that that i think is problematic yeah because i don't think i i feel like the the like one choosing the wizard is based on your kind of internal like your your aptitude but like also your like kind of personal attributes but I don't think that's taking away your agency right no. I think it's helping you be I don't know the best version of yourself that you can be or whatever it's, it's working with kind of who you are but it's not deterministic like just because you have a certain wand core I think doesn't mean you're going to be a certain kind of person
0: no but it, in terms of like a literary device it's it's useful for us as readers to be able to associate certain characters with certain characteristics because that's how they're going to function in the books but like if we were to if this were a thing in the real world if wizards were real and their houses and their wands even suggested something about their personalities you know with no regard to choice you have an external marker this is something that we as you know, muggles or whatever don't really have something that you basically pin on your shirt that says this is who I am, you know, again, without yeah. choice.
1: No, it says um, yeah, the Elder has Wand has a, a tail hair. I'll send you guys a link. This is
2: But like, I just don't know what those cores or what like the types of wood or the length or the like flex, like are those all supposed to like symbolize something? It just seems I don't know. like a stretch. I feel
3: like the Symbolism is kind of like the houses, where it's like the the phoenix is supposed to be about like you know changing or whatever. The unicorn's supposed to be really pure, and the dragon heartstring's supposed to be like super, you know, brave or super. I don't know whatever dragons are. And I think, I don't know, maybe that's has something to do with what. It.
2: What are Ron and Hermione's wand cores?
1: Ron is unicorn, it says here, and then Hermione is dragon heartstring.
2: Um. Wow.
0: Well, this, Maybe I'm this wrong. <laughs> symbolism, I don't think, occurs in the books at all. Um, it's specifically something that J.K. Rowling wrote on Pottermore, specifically about Draco, and as far as I know, because I haven't read the whole site, nobody else. But I could mm. be wrong. Um, although she does suggest that the twin cores, you know, Voldemort's wand and Harry's wand, you know, that's a connection. Um, and yeah. the the phoenix has some meaning. <laughs> somehow. Rebirth.
2: Yeah. Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they both kind of die and, you know, come back to That's life. That's
1: true. Right. Spoiler
2: yeah. alert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then in my research, like, a bunch of the... There's, like, 11 <laughs> wizarding schools. And then some of them don't even use wands. It's more of, like, Hogwarts and the European oh, schools. Yeah. And other yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In some the um, don't.
0: African school. Yeah. I can't remember they don't was... use wands? They don't. No. They... They do. They ha- you can have ones, but they try to train uh you to use your hands,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like in the magicians. like in the magicians, like in them geckos, like in them geckos.
1: That's <laughs> in my notes too. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up later, but yeah. Them
2: gecko- Oh yeah, because Ian's read the books. Oh uh, yeah. really? I haven't read the books. I've been watching but, the show. Yeah, I but the, I thought the first one. It was alright. I'm looking up the African Wizarding School Wagadu. Where yeah. is Which it? I'm pretty I sure. I'm pretty sure it's in Uganda. Africa. Well, it's kind of, yeah, I remember there being a big uproar because it was just, like, the African African wizarding school school, as if that, like, covers the entire continent. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm pretty sure she specified that it was in Uganda, but I can't remember. Um, I'm looking on the page and I don't see. It's in
0: Pottermore. I got
2: an email about it the other day. Africa has a number of smaller wizarding schools. There's only one that has stood the test of time, um, and that Mm is Ouagadou. Ian, weren't you saying they're all, like, Mm -hmm. animated, what is it? Oh yeah. yeah. And I imagine
1: they are
0: and, and yeah, however we fucking decided to say that word. I would I just want to point out this email that I got about uh Quidditch through the ages available as an audiobook book, March fifteenth, narrated by fucking Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. No <laughs> Yes. The Walking okay. Dead and, and what's that movie with all the Christmas shit? What's that movie? Uh The Holiday? No, not the Holiday. The ho- Santa no. Claus. No, the so one funny. where all the British people... Love
1: I love you. Love Actually, yeah. Love, right.
0: Actually. love Actually. I can't believe I forgot. Uh, so I Isn't remember when I watched fine? the first episode of The Walking Dead and his face comes on the TV. I was like, what the fuck? And
3: he's <laughs> like, <laughs> Coral. <laughs>
2: Coral. That's <laughs> the best he could do. I'm looking at the Japanese one now, though. so mm. Mahuto... Mahutokoro. Sorry, that one's it's got cool. it has got the phonetic... Uh pronunciation which helps nobody by the way (laughs) um but i'm trying to see what their sorting situation is
1: i'm not sure but they
2: they're back and forth it's not a boarding school wait oh no no. yeah they go go from the age of seven and they're flown back and forth to their homes on the backs of a flock of giant storm petrels
1: that's awesome
0: Mm yeah that's pretty awesome That's the fucking most Japanese thing I've ever heard in my life. And they this start like a
2: Miyazaki movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, can I can like see
2: how they <laughs> Guys, this Japanese wizarding school sounds awesome. When they get there, they get enchanted robes that grow in size. As I know, they do.
0: and they don't have to pay for them.
2: This sounds awesome. Is
0: there tuition at Hogwarts? I would assume not. Yeah, I don't know. Never. I mean, Harry. Has money.
2: Yeah.
0: Here's the point in in the uh, podcast where I Google something. Okay, Google. Is there tuition at
2: Hogwarts? They have funds for people that can't afford books, and they don't say anything about the cost of tuition.
3: I mean, if so, none of the Weasleys would be there, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have like the they have the funds, you know. For I would imagine if they have funds to cover like books and stuff, they probably also would cover tuition for people that don't have money.
0: In 2015, Mike. M-I-C, not just, like, some guy named Mike, wrote a story estimating how much the Hogwarts tuition would realistically cost. Given the wands, cauldrons, bedding decor, and uniforms, the site concluded... But that's not tuition. Let me finish. (laughs) The site concluded that Hogwarts would cost approximately $43,301 a year. but But J.K. Rowling took to Twitter to assure fans that Hogwarts is indeed affordable for all young witches and wizards, thanks to the Ministry of Magic's generosity school demands no tuition so do the wizards the pay that
1: in taxes or how did the where does the ministry of magic get get their funds
2: gold they hunt gold they're um, like well, treasure they have magic hunters. i mean gringotts sends, <laughs> but gringotts like uh sends people out to just be treasure hunters like that's what bill weasley was before he got his desk job he literally just hunted treasure
0: if you literally are just fun like having to go out and find the gold in the wild like money means nothing everybody gets everything like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i don't know that's kind of
3: the way the world should work
2: anyway but the
3: the, um the school employs i'm assuming unpaid slaves
2: yeah i mean Uh, everything the house elves are slaves and they don't have uh, to pay any staff they don't pay uh, costs for like food because they just get a little bit and then magically multiply it, right? right. So you're not spending mm-hmm. a lot of money on that. Like so what really you're just paying
3: salaries on? to the teachers, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, do any of the teachers like... have families or wives or, sp- yeah, or spouses? Ju- or... How do they
2: just live how do they just live like in a castle?
1: Yeah. yeah. I always assume what...
0: they live in Hogsmeade, like in surrounding environment.
2: Well no because like I mean Professor McGonagall just shows up in her bathrobe like in the middle of the night like from she just lives like upstairs from them well, She's or the head of and, house, like... right?
3: We know Trelawney lives yeah. there cuz when she gets kicked out she's got all her shit with her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We know Hagrid and lives Snape. in a little little shack. But none Snape, of them never are know. Married,
1: where she lives. Right? None be. of them are married or have families none
3: that we know of. No. Yeah. No. That's sad. Maybe Umbridge or maybe okay, Maybe Neville. Neville is not
0: a professor. Neville be- Neville is becomes a professor and they live in Hogsmeade. That's what, oh, right. Uh, ne- Neville wait, who is Neville married to? Hannah Abbott. Oh. Really? What? Yeah, you didn't Aww. know that? No. No. I wanted him to get married
3: to Luna Lovegood. <laughs> um
0: I I'm not on board with that. Professor McGonagall was married. Did you know that?
3: No but, no, but she was
0: widowed by the time of the books. No, they were no. not married for very long. I remember reading that. It's very sad. She married uh, her boss at the Ministry of Magic. Sexy. Maybe that's slutty. why she's so into like... <laughs> What'd you say? I said celebrity. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's so into like rules and regulations. Because the... she broke one know. and it broke her heart. Is what I'm going with.
1: There's a fan fan fiction starting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm still reading this Wagadoo page. Did you know that they receive notice that they've gained entrance from dream messengers, which appear to them in their (gasps) dreams and let them know? Who would believe (sighs) that? No. Who gets a dream that they're going to wizarding school and wakes up and thinks, well, like okay, gotta go pack. Like that's definitely happening, in especially real if you come from a non-magical family. Yeah, Don't I they mean, wake it's up a with they, a rock or Yeah, they they leave an inscribed stone, but still, like, yeah, well, whose parents yeah. are gonna believe that?
0: <laughs> I got the stone.
2: I'm going off to wizard
0: college. Uh, all the wizarding schools are uh, competing to see who can be the most fucking batshit. <laughs> Let me just read you this story of Minerva McGonagall's sad tale. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Through her early years at Hogwarts as a teacher, Minerva remained close friends close friends with her former boss, Elphinstone Urquhart. During one visit, he proposed marriage to Minerva at Madame P- Puddifoot's tea shop. Oh no, I'm sorry. Sorry, she married somebody else. She married um she married somebody named Dougal. <laughs> Wait, um, this guy supposed to her and she didn't marry him? No, she didn't. She married a guy named Dougal uh, in her youth. And, and, uh, and, uh, and he died. Dougal Wait, so what happened with this, this guy that proposed? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, surprised, embarrassed, and still in love with Dougal, she declined. Elphinstone, however, had never ceased to love her, nor to propose every now and then, until she finally... Oh, never mind. God damn it, sorry. She's Let me start twice. over. She, no, she didn't marry Dougal. She was just in love with a muggle named oh. Dougal. That's what it was. Oh. They didn't put all of it. So uh, he kept proposing until he finally wore her it's down.
2: Very convoluted story.
0: It is. She finally accepted uh, after Dougal's death. God damn it, I messed the whole fucking story up. But she married him.
1: <laughs> she married him posthumously? <laughs> she, she... <laughs> she one married one? Urquhart her former
0: boss they oh. bought a cottage in they, they, if I would just fucking read the words on the page <laughs> they bought a cottage in Hogsmead, which allowed Minerva to continue teaching although they had no children Minerva's nieces and nephews visited often their marriage lasted only three years Elphinstone died from a bite by a venomous tentacula in 1985 Aww. why can't they ever just die from like
2: normal causes mm. Like, yeah, right?
1: JK Rowling was talking about how the wizarding world doesn't get afflicted by um like muggle diseases. So, instead of doing that, they just get killed by magical diseases. So, so that's affliction. weird
0: cuz we were talking re- like a- in one episode about oh. whether or not like wizarding biology is the same as Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, I, I guess forgot about that. She's
0: saying that it's not. Do you guys want to like spitball a fan fiction or are we going to skip that? I have week? a
1: fan
2: fiction. Oh, I have Sherry, I is, is,
0: Sherry is, I don't know if you guys have been listening, but Sherry's a
2: fucking rock star at fanfiction. <laughs> That's not true. Um, just, <laughs> I have two really ridiculous fan fictions that I thought of because um, I was thinking about fanfics for unlikable characters. Um, I'll save my Dudley Dursley fanfic for later because <laughs> um, I'm still developing it. Um, okay. <laughs> no, these are these are very poorly developed fanfic so this is about okay i gotta think about how to start this um it's about filch thinking about, it is about it's filch so- <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so sorry i didn't mean to blow <laughs> no, it no that's okay i wasn't sure if i was gonna say that up front or like do a reveal you know oh i'm the worst, um, I'm the worst. god damn it but damn uh it. but it's okay it's about start filch. Over. Start over. so the story starts when filch is in hog in in Hogwarts as a a student of magic. Um, he's a very promising young wizard and, um, in his like, you know, the equivalent of your junior year when he's like 16 and he's home for the, the holidays. Um, he falls in love with his, with his, with his neighbor, uh, who's a little older than him. She's already out of school, but she already has, you know, a boyfriend, um, And so he's really heartbroken, but he goes back to school and they like write letters. And then he finds out through all of these letters that her, um, she gets married, uh, but that her husband really isn't very nice to her. And so they develop like a pen friendship and fall in love via writing all of these letters. And so he comes home the following Christmas break in his last year at Hogwarts and convinces her to run away from her husband and, and, you know, and, Wait for him until he's done with school and then they'll elope and get married and live happily ever after. But she's afraid that if her husband sees her around, that you know, he'll hurt her, take her back, or do something extreme. And so she decides she's gonna learn how to be an animagus. Oh,
1: Oh. McGonagall. No, No, Mrs. Norris.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. God she messes up and does it wrong and gets stuck as a cat forever and the cat's name is mrs norris his neighbor who was married and and then so heartbroken at the loss of you know his love and also at having contributed to her being stuck as a cat forever he loses his magical abilities and so he goes back to his last like term at Hogwarts and he is basically a squib now and so he can't take any of his exams and like out of a kindness like what was done for Hagrid when he got to stay on as gamekeeper Filch gets to stay on as you know the caretaker um, but he's just so devastated about losing Mrs. Norris but also having to see all these kids like you know Squander their magical abilities and take it for granted, and he doesn't have magic anymore. That he becomes bitter and mean.
1: Oh, that's I'm a good one.
0: Literally crying. Oh, I told you, rock star. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe, it. I, can't believe it. I thought, is she gonna fuck at the beginning? I thought, is she gonna fucking write a fan fiction about him and his goddamn cat? And she did, <laughs> and it was beautiful. That's the best thing uh, I've ever heard. Please, uh, JK Rowling, I know you listen. Can you please just go ahead and co create? This this was the fucking Harry Potter play we deserved.
2: Okay. Uh, Anyway, that's my my fanfiction. Brava. Brava.
0: Nobody's better. Nobody does it better. What would the title of that fanfiction be called? Um, Cat Cat Scratch Fever. Fever. Oh! Oh, i'll take it it doesn't no, really have... work but what? you no know. what's new pussy cat what's,
2: what's <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what he sings to her at night like <laughs> that was their song that was why she decided to try to turn into a cat like they had a private joke like his his uh his nickname for her was not pussycat but like you know oh you know this kitty is getting really like really her name was. her name no no, no. her name was katherine norris and his nickname for her <laughs> was kitty Aww. Aww. and so he would sing what's new pussycat it makes sense yeah oh my um. god should we try to make up a spell or
2: sure what's a good spell
0: well, we're talking about sorting and we're talking about burning the yard down <laughs> we're talking about roughing it <laughs> well they do rough what's it a good little spell bit.
2: for roughing it like for something you would need with, when you're roughing it
0: roughing it oh you know what's a good thing that you need when you go camping is like a place to go to
2: the bathroom mm. it's,
3: like it mm, yeah be we a
2: spell for conjuring a toilet
3: yeah we Port haven't a, really talked Port Port about how like the,
2: the bathroom situation in Hogwarts because like they find chamber pots sometimes but like is that just where they normally do their thing like chamber pots or do they actually have bathrooms like with cuz they don't but have like toilets. plumbing?
0: They, yeah, they, know, have... they they do have plumbing because she's in the U-bend.
2: Yeah, she's mm. in the U-bend. Good point. Okay. It, but do they, the they work like normal like the... plumbing or are they magically like emptied? Oh,
0: I feel like they're magically emptied.
2: Yeah. yeah, probably. Do they have to do the spell or does it just do it like on its own?
0: I think it's like rigged to to you know, it has a spell yeah. attached to it when you push the button
2: so if you had a like roughing it situation, would you conjure a toilet or just like a chamber pot <laughs>
1: like
2: a latrine latrine
0: latrinios latrine,
1: <laughs> uh, portapicalis like it's someone's like a porta potty or something like that
2: porta-picalis. <laughs> but
1: like a but like a fancy one not like a you know like a what's
2: that? oh like one of those like special event like porta like whole bathrooms.
1: Fischendo, but that kind of, like, makes it sound like it's a curse that makes someone poop or something like that, you know? Yeah,
2: that, that one doesn't sound... <laughs> it um... sounds to me like you're exploding the poop. Yeah, let's not do that. What was the thing Ian said first? Portopocolis. Port- Port- of- <laughs> Which is Colors? just the...
3: It's just the Greek name from my big fat Greek wedding, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to, to Port- Port-a- Apocallos. Apocallos. Ian! Ian Miller! <laughs> So Portapocolalis. so what is that that just summons like a fancy porta potty?
2: But... wait are that's... we roughing okay. it? Do we want a fancy one or do we just want like, okay. like a toilet? I also liked latrinio. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Dang>,
3: yeah. <laughs> thank you know, thank you. Know. I
0: think latrinio is probably a spell that you can do that's easier. you know it's like it
3: makes like a spell. hole in the
2: ground. Yeah, it just makes a hole for you to shit in. <laughs>
0: yeah. Is there another spell you have to do to cover the hole? Yeah, maybe or just use... Latrinio
3: li- latrini-out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are we latrini-out, guys? Oh, I do think, we, we, feel might, like, think we, we, we might be. Latrino.
0: <laughs> Everybody, latrinio from the bottom of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, may I wish you this week a, a hole to poop in when you need it and a way to um uh, adequately cover it. Cover y'all shit. Haley uh, and Ian, why don't you do our spells for us?
1: Yeah. Oh well first of all, thanks for letting us come on. It was awesome.
3: Thank oh, you for no being problem. here.
0: Yeah. You should come again. I will research sometime.
3: more if I ever
0: do. I'm sorry. No, you won't <laughs> be invited back. It's fine.
2: Oh. <laughs> hey the they did you. better she did better than the teens you hey! know what you
0: she says so many mean things about the teens with the t te- if you would listen to the episode the teens were great
2: the teens were funny that was one of our better episodes. i don't say oh, really? so many mean things about the teens well, it's like <laughs> That's true, we all say we all talk shit we about all the say means
0: i love the but teens it's, but it's only teens- out of love that's true. true. They were maybe not the f- the ideal first guests because they were like, "Oh yeah, we gotta like engage with these adult people." <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Dale will be healthy and return to us very soon. This has been the Sorting Chat. Oh. In case people forgot halfway through this miss, and thank you to um thank you to our guests, but also thank you to Zach who wrote wrote our music. Yay, I never remember to thank him. His inf- his info is in the um is in the. Fucking description of the episode, and he is currently working on producing albums, so you'll get to hear some of that soon. So now, Haley and Ian, take us out, buds.
1: Latrini, <laughs> <laughs>